0: On this edition of Awaken the Wonder, join me as I minister at a recent service where I had a vision of a snake, a serpent, and a scorpion. Stay tuned to find out what happens next. Hey everyone, welcome to Awaken the Wonder Podcast with me, your host, Evangelist Caleb Wampler of Kingdom Encounters International. I've seen hundreds of thousands of people come to salvation in Jesus in countries hostile to the gospel, witnessed impossible miracles, and regularly experienced God's wonder. This show is an outflow of my life in ministry in the nations. Tune in weekly to hear miracle testimonies and encouraging stories from the fields of harvest from both me and my global ministry network. As we journey ahead, may you hunger for God as never before and awaken the wonder of your relationship with Jesus. Did you know I have a brand new book out called Hunger? It's a riveting collection of heavenly encounters, and my friend, you cannot be the same after opening up and reading its pages. Hunger not only chronicles the encounters of men of God that have gone before and throughout history, but it is also a heavenly encounter itself. I myself list my heavenly encounters in there, and I know it will stir your faith. You're going to have an intensifying passion to seek and commune with the Lord a growing burden for souls as you ignite that with the heart of Christ, a heightened awareness of the eternal that will inspire an impassioned pursuit of heavenly treasure. My friend, not only will your faith be stirred in God and strengthened, but your love for him will be deepened. You need to get this book today and you can get it on Amazon or on kingdomencounters.us or wherever books are sold. My friends, go on there today again and get your book, Hunger. I know it's gonna be a blessing to you forward written by evangelist Daniel Colenda with endorsements from those such as Carlos Anacondia, Jeannie Mayo, Brian Guerin, Dr. Scott Hagan, and so many more. Again, go on Amazon today or to kingdomencounters.us and get a copy of Hunger today. Well, I'm excited to be with you today, and I do believe the the Lord has given me a word for this house today, and um, I'm looking forward to that but I do honor uh, Pastor Juan and Denise. Thank you so much for having me here. Can you give it up for your pastors? <clears throat> I know this is the beginning of our, of our friendship here, and um, we are local, only about 30 minutes away, so it's, it's nice and always nice to be home. Um, but we are excited. I believe the Lord has something for you. I know that many people are watching online today and I wanna welcome you as well. Um, I know that many uh, with COVID and everything that's going on, many are still at home and think these types of things. So I do welcome you and uh, welcome you to the service today. Um, anything we're speaking today, just let it touch your heart and come right through the screen into your heart, into your living room, into your car, wherever you are, and let the Lord minister to you today as well. So um, we're going to go into it, but I do believe um, that, uh, don't forget to get my book in the back. <laughs> uh, it just came out about a month ago. It's Brand New Hunger. It's going to stir you in your faith, and I know it's going to be a blessing to you. It has uh, The foreword is written by evangelist Daniel Kalenda, Endorsements, Carlos Anacondia, Jeannie Mayo, uh, Brian Guerin, uh, many, many uh, prophets, men and women of God, evangelists that are uh, changing the nations. Carlos Anacondia, man, that guy has led the Argentina revival and uh, just an amazing man of God but I had the privilege of meeting him as well. And so anyways, I, I send you greetings uh, from the believers around the world. Many times it's, you forget what's right in your circle because you don't realize what's going on in the rest of the world. You just see what's right in front of you. But there are men and women of God that are being persecuted for their faith all around the world. You wouldn't necessarily see it right here in Orlando at, at any given moment, but people are praying for you today. We have um, uh, hundreds of prayer partners that are, that are praying just for you today. That are going to uh, that are praying for you to encounter the Lord today and for your life to be changed, and I do know that's going to happen. I believe in the uh, the the state of where we are in the world right now, that the enemy is hovering over the atmospheres of our cities, of our nations, of our countries, of our families, and he is he is hovering over us, trying to 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 put fear into our hearts, to 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 do something that we. That we never could have imagined to break us down, to, to crash us down, to throw us in the pits of fire, and to burn us up, and to, to knock us down. But my friends, the Bible says that the gates of hell are not going to prevail against what? Yeah, against the church. Come on, somebody. And it says that the gates of hell will not prevail against it. I don't know if you know this, but God has a plan for every single one of your life. Did you know that, right? Yeah, yeah, you believe it, right? Did you know the enemy does too? Oh, yeah, whose plan are you on right now? Whose plan are you working? Whose plan is being established in your life? Whose dreams for your life are coming to pass right now? As we look to the world, I know that my God is this. He is love. He is joy. He is peace. He is patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. This is who my God is. He is a God full of love and hope and faith, who in any circumstance, in any season, whose words remain true and who never changes. That is who my God is, despite what is on a new cycle, despite what is happening in the world, that his words written thousands of years ago are living and breathing off the page right into your life and into your circumstance. We need an awakening today in the body of Christ that even though the enemy is coming to destroy and devour and to take us down and to bring us out of unity, my friends, that God has a plan to establish us in unity. He says in Ephesians 4, 11 to 13, that that he has sent apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers to come. Why? Until the church comes into the full unity. His plan is actually for unity in the body of Christ And he's going to work that plan in Jesus' name. Come on, somebody. He's going to bring us into unity, not with what our personal opinions, vendettas, ideas, thoughts are. But he's going to do it around his purposes and his plans, his desires, around his core values of love, joy, peace, patience. Come on, somebody. He is establishing his spirit in the land. I I look back to Genesis 1, uh, 2 and 3. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. We know this passage is the first verse in the Bible, but it says that the Spirit of God was hovering over the darkness of the waters. Does anybody see any darkness out there when you look around? Anybody see any darkness in your own life? Anything you're needing a breakthrough with, you know? Some of us are in sin problems. Some of us, it's no sin problems. We're just having a dark season right now. You know what I'm saying? But the Spirit of God is hovering over the waters, waiting for What? What's the next verse say? Genesis 1, 3. Let there be light. Let there be light. The Spirit of God is hovering over the waters, waiting for the Word of God to come forth. Let there be light over every situation. I don't know what you know about light, but... I know that as soon as it comes on, the darkness leaves. Anybody there? As soon as the light comes on, the darkness leaves. It cannot remain. If you turn on a light switch in a dark room, what happens? The light is there and the darkness is gone. It's that quick. I, I, um, when I was growing up, there was lots of dramas and videos, um, human videos, and, and acting in plays where there was this giant, like, Satan versus Jesus going at it, duking it out in epic fight scenes. You know, anybody else see any of those plays back in the day? Well, they were going at it, you know, and I, I, uh, I was in some of those. I was Jesus in some of them. I was, I was Satan in some of them. I was a demon or an angel, or I was the person getting beat up in the story, you know, in all of those plays. I was, every character, it seemed like, I was a pastor's kid, you know, I grew up in it. And um, I laugh at those Now, because they're great depictions and we all need them. We've even done them overseas because it helps bring people to Christ in crusades. They see themselves in the story. But uh, while we're talking about the war of sin and life for your life and what God wants and what Satan wants for your life, there really isn't a fight between Jesus and Satan. Uh, He's the light, and when the light comes on, the darkness leaves. It's literally that simple. My friends, the enemy is warring for your life, and Jesus wants your life, but he takes it by choice the enemy tries to force it upon you and force a plan on your life but when Jesus steps into the picture when I say Jesus I call on you let your word be established in my life my friends just in that instant you have flipped the light switch on and the darkness has to start leaving in Jesus name there is a darkness that is hovering over the cities right now it's hovering over our lands it's hovering over your lives what are you going to do about it Because my friends, in this season, we need the words of Jesus Christ to come and to be established and fulfilled in our lives and to let his words come to pass. In this season, we need to cut off the head of the serpent. We need to cut off the head of the serpent that has come against us. I I, I had this vision the other day, uh, just just about a month ago, Um, I was actually, I was preaching in... Uh, a 5-day conference in Columbus, Nebraska. Joshua was with me. We were staying in the church parsonage there. And um and I uh, he came in to knock on the door and he's like, "Hey Caleb, Caleb, like church starts in 10 minutes. We got to go." <laughs> and I was like still in the I was still in the room and I was just coming out of this crazy vision and I was like sitting there like dude, I'm in the glory right now. <laughs> and he's like, That's awesome. Wait, what? (laughs) Because he was like, we need to go. But then he's like, wait, I want to go in the glory too. (laughs) He was having this tension moment. And in this vision, I saw this giant spider that came and attacked. And it came into the room. And I don't know if you've ever seen Lord of the Rings. Anybody see the Lord of the Rings movie? There's that epic fight scene where like, Frodo's going in in the, in the cave and the spiders coming at him it was literally like that but like it wasn't just like I was seeing it on a movie screen like that's like I was fighting the spider myself like that's all you know if dreams are you feel like they're real you're in them whatever I was like fighting the spider man it was trying to kill me it was like that big one that was way bigger than Frodo but I didn't feel as big as I am now I felt like a hobbit I'm telling you man it was it was, it was terrifying and it was coming at me and I'm staring at it and I've I've got this sword and I'm trying to like fight back and I don't know what to do and I'm just warring against it. And before you know it, I I, I sidestep and the thing misses me and I just go like this and bam, and I cut the head off the spider. Just like bam and the thing just literally starts oozing out. And just as quickly as it ended, I'm like, oh, I finished the scene, like I made it out of the movie alive, I get to go to the next scene, right? (laughs) And then there was this giant scorpion. I'm like, oh my goodness, what a graduation present. It was it was rearing its ugly head and had the nasty tail and it like it was coming at me and I'm like I'm I'm screaming like like a little girl ah! <laughs> like I don't know what I'm gonna do Jesus you gotta help me There's like this scorpion but like it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a movie like I felt like it was real and <laughs> was fighting this giant scorpion It was it was bigger It was roughly probably two thirds of this sanctuary that that high in height. Um, It's tail was up as high as the ceiling. And like, can you imagine staring at something that big? Like, you're gonna beat it, right? But that thing was coming at me. And I, and I, I remember thinking like, this is the end of me as I know it. <laughs> I am done. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. And here comes the giant scorpion to eat my lunch. I am done. It is over. But I'm like, no, no, no. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world, right? And I started quoting that scripture and I grabbed the sword and the thing came at me and I said, no, and I went, bam, and poosh. I killed the scorpion. I slayed it, guys, I did it, come on. Anybody? Yeah, thank thank you. you. If you're ever looking for somebody to help you with your scorpion problems, I I could probably uh, uh, help you out, you know. I qualify, I passed my first scorpion test. Um, But then it got a little bit worse, that was the problem. Now, I was looking at um, probably the size, maybe the size of this campus. It was bigger than this church. I was looking at this giant black and evil snake. Now, you know, spiders are pretty nasty looking, but you know, they're a little, I can deal with them a little bit easier. Scorpions, I mean, they look scary and everything, but like, okay, I can see what's coming at me. Snakes are like you don't know what's going on man they're just massive they're everywhere and this thing was bigger than this church building maybe two or three of these church buildings it was that big and wide and massive and its head was raised up into the sky and it was in strike position to come at me and it started coming at me and i thought for sure this is the end this is the end here we go again but i'm like no greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world jesus has come To give me life and life more abundantly it's only the enemy who comes to steal kill and destroy and i start saying no this is not of the lord and god is bigger than this snake i'm like lord give me your perspective and it was immediately i shot up into the sky and that giant little snake looked as small as a little tiny worm going across my sidewalk in the morning that i helped my son just catch the other day little worm Put it in his little bug catching box, you know. He was so happy. He put some dead grass in there, starts eating. It looked that tiny and insignificant. But in the moment I was staring at it from my perspective, and God gave me his. And in the moment, I was I was like supernaturally brought back to where I was. And suddenly that thing didn't look so challenging. Even though it was bigger than me, more challenging me, it was I couldn't understand it. I knew that I could slay it because I had God's perspective on the problem. Come on, somebody. This will preach. And in that moment, I remember going, and I, I went to cut the head off the serpent, and I slayed it, and I missed, and it tried to strike me again, and I, I did this little twirl move, and I went back, and bam, shoosh. And that snake's head got chopped off right there in that moment. And I, I, it's like I heard these words, this is the season to cut the head off the enemy. I heard it as clear as day. My friends, this is the season to cut the head off the enemy. We have to cut the head off of the serpent in this season. The enemy, just like that snake, is roaring and rearing its ugly head at you, trying to take you down, trying to get you to look at it and focus on it. Because if you look at it and focus on it, my friends, it is evil. It is beyond anything you could fight. It is beyond anything you could possibly do in your own strength. But my friends, we have the strength of another. We have the strength of an almighty God that comes inside of us, that comes with us. The Holy Spirit fills us with his power. And God gives us his eyes on the matter, my friends. And we will cut the head off the enemy in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to Awaken the Wonder. If you enjoyed today's show and want more ministry like this, please visit kingdomencounters.us where you can find weekly blogs in my latest book, Hunger. Be sure to subscribe and follow me on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at the tag Evangelist Caleb Wampler. If the Lord leads you to partner with us in the nations in prayer and giving, visit kingdomencounters.us. I'll see you next time.